When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, no one ever thinks of me. Having lots of sex, they cook and clean and serve the rich with a smile all day. But when the richies leave the ship, the yachties get to play. Yo ho, diddly yo 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 ho, diddly yo yo. We're heading up the gangplank and going down below. Bravo! Hey guys, welcome back to another gangplank report. We are recapping episode twelve of Below Deck Sailing season three which Bravo called new girl aboard. Lame. Lame. (laughs) We have way better ideas for this. (laughs) And we've decided that we're going to put up a poll on Spotify and on our Twitter on Gangplank Report so that you guys can vote and tell us which one you think is the best. So Jen has a bunch of amazing ideas because this is generally her forte. I've got one. So have at it, Jen. Okay, I have three potentials. I have scarlet fever because it seems like Gary's suffering from that. Mm-hmm. I have spaghetti petty Betty. I love it. And we all know who that refers to. And then my last one is a little self-indulgent. It's Jen's favorite episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And mine is karma, karma, Ashley. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Karma did call. So you can go ahead and go to our uh, Twitter account on Gang Plank and Spotify. You you just told me this this morning. Right. Yeah. They have added an option for us to do polls on Spotify. We had the poll last week was our first one we did. And the question last week was, who do you think deserves the worst guest award? Chuck and Erica or Dr. Nichols and company. And believe it or not, both on Spotify and on our gangplank poll, Dr. Nichols and company beat Chuck and Erica, which shocked me. One was 60% to 40% and one was 58 to 42. So very similar percentages there in favor of Dr. Nichols and them being worse. I feel like the collective memory is short. Yeah. I would put them on par as the same. If there was an option for a tie, that's what I would choose. Right. Because I wouldn't want either one of those groups on my damn boat. Yeah, (laughs) true, true. (laughs) Okay, so here's Jen for your rapid recap. Okay, the guests finally come down to dinner and are wowed by the Japanese spread. Dino is having Daisy serve him and his wife. 
the crew actually drew horns on Dino's preference sheet picture and blacked out his teeth, which had me dying laughing. I think that needs to be our profile picture for this. <laughs> yes, episode. exactly. The next morning, they set sail, and Dr. Hyde is revisiting the Japanese food she ate the night before. There's nothing better than that kind of karma for her, in my opinion. Oh my God, puking sushi. That's got to be awful. (laughs) It's got to be. I'm glad I've never been there. Yeah. Then they tell Daisy they want to pack for them. And she tells Ashley just to throw everything in the bags. That was beautiful. Beautiful. The best revenge. I loved it so much because there's nothing they can do about it once they're off the boat. I mean, the only thing that would be better is if they layered rotten strawberries in there, but you know, (laughs) it might've been taking it a little far. Sewed some shrimp into the lining. Yeah. (laughs) They have the tip meeting and they actually had a much better tip than Chuck and Erica. This is one reason why I think Chuck and Erica are worse is the tip was $20,000 US. So that's 13,000 more than Chuck and Erica gave, which is a really good tip. They all ended up getting like 2,100 a piece, I think. Excellent. Ashley doesn't want Scarlett to come on board. She likes getting the extra money and she doesn't want to have to deal with a new girl. Scarlett arrives and she says she's a touch the hot stove kind of gal. Gary jets out of bed to retrieve Scarlett's luggage. So he's trying to make a great first impression. They go out to dinner and Ashley went full on bunny boiler. And we'll get into that later in the episode. In the van ride home, Colin is again the voice of reason when he tells Ashley she looks more stupid carrying on about what's going on than she does if she had just been quiet. Back at the boat, it's hot tub time, but Gary's moves aren't working on Scarlet. Ashley turns into a reverse Play-Doh fun factory as she eats her pasta-covered feelings. Scarlet goes to shower and Ashley barges in and pukes in the shower. That was lovely. The next morning at the preference meeting, we find out that the next guest is going to be Keely Washburn, who was a former guest of Erica Rose. So we'll see if she's better on her own than she was in Erica's company. Gary tells Scarlett he'd like to get to know her better, but he doesn't think Ashley will allow it. Colin adds that Scarlett is on the wrong boat if she doesn't want drama. Truth. And Ashley keeps pushing and making her case to be second stew. And Daisy puts her in her place and tells her she and Scarlett will both be juniors until Ashley learns how to view them as a team and not a hierarchy. And that's your rapid recap. Awesome. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Where do you want to get started with this episode? Let's wrap up. Let's get these guests off the boat. We'd like to have them walk off the gangplank instead of the passerelle, but let's get them off the boat first. Yeah. Wrinkled laundry and all. Yeah, Dino for crying in the mud. That guy is ridiculous. He was whining about not having Japanese beers. And Daisy, I love that she had Colin go and check to see if it was on their preference sheet to have Japanese beers, just to be able to tell him, I'm sorry, that wasn't on your sheet. I can't tell you how many times that's happened to me on charters. And here's part of it is that a lot of the people that send me preference sheets their assistants do it. So chances are the assistant might know the kinds of wine that they like or the kinds of liquor that they like, but might not know something as specific as Sapporo. Right. You know what I mean? Like, although it was a stellar unpaid, I'm sure, advertisement for that beer, Mm -hmm. I have had it happen a lot that people are like, oh my gosh, can we have some of the blah, blah, blah. And then we go back and look at their preference sheets and it's nowhere. Right. Yeah. 
adversely, I have had one line on one preference sheet, <clears throat> green juice, where <laughs> one person mentions it and then everybody wants it uh, and you're just not prepared for that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not a huge beer drinker, so I wasn't familiar. And the fact that they had sake to me seemed like the right pairing because I really you know, I don't eat sushi, so I haven't got a clue, but I am familiar with the fact that sake exists. So I thought the setup that they had going for them was great. And still it's not enough for these people, which is so annoying. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So let's get rid of these people. I'm good yeah. with that. Let's, the next morning, I did love that they're sailing at breakfast. They're getting breakfast burritos and McMuffins. Which <laughs> just made me laugh. I like that they sent the new guy up to present right. that too. It's yeah. hard to be with a tray full of like foil wrapped sandwiches. He's like, okay, this is it. Bye. Bye. Get off the boat. Here's your handheld food that you can take with you. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you. Have a hot pocket. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. But to have them pack was crazy. That's a big thing. And people are going to get on me here for digressing a little bit, but that's always been a big thing on the Real Housewives of New York. Ramona's big on having the assistants pack for her. So I made a point of tweeting last night that they need to do the same thing to Ramona from now on. Just like jumble all of her crap up with her shoes wrapped inside it. <laughs> and maybe she'll learn to pack herself. Ugh, doubtful. But we can hope. We can hope. Yeah. But Dino going in for the hug as they were leaving. I thought Daisy was going to cringe her face off. <laughs> Oh, that was so good. It was. There were so many good Daisy moments on this episode, I have to say. This whole episode was genius. It was just perfect. There are moments, especially with Gabby, where I wavered on my affinity for Daisy, but this episode really brought it back home. Yeah. I think now that she doesn't have Gabby as a foil, I think that watching Daisy in this episode was just... So amazing. Yeah, so amazing. it really was. She had some great moments. So Scarlett comes, she arrives on the boat and they all go out to dinner. And this showed some really good Daisy moments, I thought, because she took Scarlett to the side on the smoke break and was really trying to, she saw what Ashley was doing. I mean, from jump, Ashley all but peed on Gary to mark her territory. And so she did a really good job, I thought, of trying to make Scarlett comfortable and let her know what landmines to avoid. Which was smart, but I think Scarlett had already figured that out and didn't care anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's very obvious that she was like, I don't care. Look, not only could everybody at the table see what was going on with Ashley, but I guarantee you that if there was some kind of a satellite pointed at that table from space that the astronauts in the space station could see what was going on (laughs) with Ashley. There was zero veil on that. Yeah. And this is where I have to say out loud that I am not a fan of slut shaming, Mm -hmm. but there is a very big difference between that and calling out disgusting behavior Mm -hmm. and watching this entire episode. If you were a fan of Ashley at any point during the season, I really hope you're rethinking that loyalty because I just can't understand why anybody would be a fan of hers after this. I mean, it's just her behavior all the way around was gross. Right. Visually, it was gross. 
audibly, audibly. it was gross. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, all of the above. And I want to try to give people the benefit of the doubt, but after seeing this episode and seeing the way that she's already started treating Scarlett mm-hmm. out the gate without even knowing anything about her and acting like she's friendly with the girl to find out what kind of experience she has just so she can run back to Daisy and go, well, but I know she doesn't have enough experience to be above me. Right. You can't put her above me. Mm -hmm. It's just crappy behavior. She's just a crappy human. Yeah. And every now and again, we run across people like that. Every now and again, we've got people who have crappy moments, Mm -hmm. but still have endearing qualities. I find none of that with her. Yeah, I've yet to find anything endearing about her. In the hot tub, she tried to start it up again with Gary, and he did the smartest thing I've ever seen, which is just walk away. At a point, you don't argue with stupid, you don't argue with messy, and he realized that, and he walked away until everybody went downstairs for the pasta inhalation. Yeah, it was hard to watch. I mean, and effectively, Ashley was slut-shaming herself at dinner. You know what I mean? Like why let's put this into a different context. Could you imagine being in a environment with your coworkers from your office out socially and talking like that? Nope. Now I understand that below deck is a special little bubble, but genuinely think about that, how that would come across and how your coworkers would treat you differently later. Right. If they heard you speak like that at a social outing. Yeah, it was just truly messy. There's nothing I can say in defense of it because it was just foul. The repetitiveness. It's not enough that she said it once. She had to repeat it. And every time she repeated it, her volume increased. And I can't imagine, I mean, I didn't really look around at the background to see if they were by themselves or if there were other people there, but I would have been, you know, me with my secondhand embarrassment, Mm -hmm. I would have been mortified and been under the table because she was just being really graphic and really foul. This is your first impression that you're giving to this poor girl who's just showed up to do a job. That's all she did. She didn't come in with any designs on anything. She just came to do her job. And you and your messed up version of what you think you and Gary have are now like hammering her with all of this extraneous information that is really TMI for anybody. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. I mean, we saw a real brief conversation when... Ashley and Scarlett were in their room getting ready or whatever they were doing. And Scarlett says, are you single? And Ashley says, I don't know how to answer that. Like Mm -hmm. what? (laughs) Yeah. My head exploded. (laughs) I know. It was such a a small comment, but I was like, wait, wait, what? I had to rewind it. Yeah. Are you kidding? And, and then does this, does in, in her mind's eye, Does Ashley believe that this behavior is what is going to get Gary's positive attention on her again? I think she's one of those people who doesn't care what kind of attention she gets. Any kind of attention is good attention. That's the vibe I'm getting from her. But if she's really trying to pee on the Gary tree, Mm -hmm. does she think this is the method that's going to work? I think she thinks it will, because even if it doesn't get him back in her bed, it will keep Scarlett out of his, if that makes sense. 
I suppose. My brain doesn't work that way. Well, I know, because you're not a manipulative shrew. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I really think that that's it. It's kind of the less violent version of if I can't have him, nobody's having him. You know, she's not going to kill him, but she's going to kill Scarlet's desire to be with him, or she thinks she is. According to the preview, she's not. But I think she's trying to do that. So Scarlet just backs off. And maybe Ashley won't have him, but she doesn't have to sit there and be second fiddle to Scarlet. Yeah. We'll see how it all goes down. <laughs> I I'm feel like so excited. Karma, karma, <laughs> Ashley coming mm-hmm. back again next week and probably for the rest of the season. I'm so, so happy. I can't even put into words how big the smile on my face was last night it just kept getting bigger and bigger because we're only on the first night we haven't even started talking about hashtag spaghetti gate yeah spaghetti shower so i need to let you know that this episode is a perfect example of why i love reddit Mm -hmm. and i went through a handful of the reddit comments oh i can't wait episode and i (laughs) need to explain to you how hard i was belly laughing some of the comments (laughs) because it was just kudos to all of you because some of these comments were just genius and if you don't mind jen i would like to read a handful of them i would love it i live for this go (laughs) so first off Shout out to T Nail Polish, who's one of the moderators, and shout out to all the moderators of the Below Deck Reddit page because you guys do a great job. T Nail Polish made spaghetti trauma mm-hmm. a new user flair for the group, <laughs> which I thought was just, I mean, epic level trolling. Well done, T Nail Polish. I love it. Okay. A golf clap. <laughs> and there was some other comments that somebody said, Trashly is less than Ash Getty, which I thought was great. <laughs> One of the people said, I'm a nurse and I was really afraid that she was going to choke. And then the comment underneath that was, I'm not a nurse. And I still thought she was going to choke. <laughs> and somebody else said, was it consensual? <laughs> And then somebody else said, well, we've come full circle with the bathroom throw ups and Ashley becomes the Tom. Very good. Which after her giving him so much crap about his immature behavior, just. Oh, Oh, I love whoever that user is. Thank you, because I would have not made that mental connection. But go ahead. Oh, God. So great. So great. And then I actually sent a text message because I have a friend named Dan that watches this, too. Mm -hmm. And we go back and forth with comments all the time you know, a couple days afterwards, because he's usually a day or two behind watching. And I sent him a warning and I said, fair warning, don't eat Italian food before you watch the episode. Right. <laughs> it was, and Italian's my favorite. And I was like, so gross. Oh, God, spaghetti <laughs> trauma is real. It is. It is. Even Kelsey, who doesn't really complain about anybody very much, said she didn't think she was going to be able to eat spaghetti for like a year. <laughs> Oh, I wonder if that's another ad for Ashley's OnlyFans. I don't know. <laughs> Still trying to figure out how she's working it in there. <laughs> Food porn, is that a thing? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. She'll be in a bathtub of spaghetti. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was craziness. So the next morning, you'd think, and she said the next morning that that had to be rock bottom. Uh, no, <laughs> she, kept digging, <laughs> she kept digging that hole. 
And instead of learning a little bit of a lesson from the night before, she went in true narcissist mode and said, okay, all of that's blackout. We're not counting that. We're calling that blackout. And let's start a new day. And let me obsess repeatedly over whether or not I get to be second stew. <laughs> it was nonstop. Here's this. In contrast, you know, people were in a little bit of an uproar about Gabby's behavior on her last episode. She ain't got nothing on Ashley this no. episode. No, no. And that's a thing because Gabby had a little confrontation with Marcos and actually has one with Gary that's much more loud. And I think both Gary and Marcos handled it the same way. They both walked away and got rid of it. I do think that people are giving Ashley a fair amount of grief for it, but not for, in my opinion, what I've seen so far. And, you know, I haven't scanned everything on the internet, but not for what I thought was her most heinous thing, which was the first impression she was giving to Scarlett and really making the uncomfortability level, I don't think that's a word, but whatever, so high on somebody's first day there. I just thought, I mean, I can't say that I expected more from her because I don't expect anything from her, anything positive, but I still think there is a difference, you're right, between how Gabby's confrontation was received versus Ashley's. Well, I think you're right. And I think if we're looking at historical facts here too, one of the things I forgot to say about Spaghetti Gate is, can you imagine if Raina was on that boat with Ashley? She flipped her <laughs> stuff because Heather barely touched the communal food. Could you imagine Raina's reaction with Ashley? Yeah, that was so, and then she like had her hand, like part, of, she couldn't get it all in there. So she grabbed the part that wouldn't fit in and like broke it off into her hand and they're like zooming in. <laughs> I had so many screenshots until I saw all the people who were saying that they were having trauma and I didn't want to trigger their trauma anymore. So I deleted all my screenshots. <laughs> so gross. But anyway, on to her wanting to be second stew. I thought Daisy handled this really deftly by asking Captain Glenn for Scarlet's CV so she could really go through and compare and contrast and have an argument set because Ashley made it clear that it was coming, that she was expecting to be second stew. And I think it was smart of her to go through them both and realize neither one of them really had the experience to be second, but she had acted already like between Gabby and Ashley there was leverage to be had there or a distinction to be made so I can understand I will say this I can understand why Ashley thinks that she should automatically be second stew because in the history of Below Deck there's only been one or two exceptions to where stews haven't been ranked like that so I can understand why she would think that if Scarlett's never done an overnight charter or whatever, but I thought the argument that Daisy built was such a good foundational argument, like it could be used in a court of law. Oh, yeah. Well, and I think that was the diplomatic way to go about it. And you can't just give somebody and look, she's entirely correct. The reason why you get the title is because there's longevity and a pay raise that goes with it. Mm -hmm. And that's not what's going to happen. 
Ashley only cares about the title. Embossing mm-hmm. Scarlet around, I think. Wielding oh, yeah. the power. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Of course. But I mean, in this situation, it's null anyway. It doesn't matter. Right. She's not getting a pay raise. She yeah. just wants the title and she wants to be able to boss somebody else around. Right. Yeah. But them ending on that, I just had, and I still have, I don't know if you can tell by the intonation in my voice, I still have a huge smile on my face. Just the look on Ashley's face after Daisy said, I'm keeping you at the same level until you understand the difference between teamwork and a hierarchy. And Ashley just very quietly, she was like, I have more experience than she does. <laughs> like <laughs> the little kid that doesn't understand. Like I made this argument and you're supposed to say yes because everyone says yes to me. <laughs> and the fact that she got a no was just oh, delicious. I feel like given any small fraction of power, Ashley would totally Malia the situation. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. I try not to think about Malia as much as possible. (laughs) But yeah, I think from the previews, it's just going to get spicier as the season goes on. And I'm here for it. I mean, if the rest of it is even half as good as this episode was, I'll be happy for the rest of the season. You won't hear me whining because this really is my favorite episode of the whole season. Just because most of the time in real life, we don't get to see karma happen and you just have to hope that someday down the road they'll get paid back or whatever and it was just hammering one after the other after the other and I was like oh this is so good on every level on the guests uh, and Ashley it was wonderful amazing I'm looking forward to it especially after that preview I'm very much looking forward to next week's episode and the rest of it mm-hmm. in other news we have found out that below deck Below Deck, Mediterranean, both of those got renewed and Below Deck Adventure Series is slated to come out this fall. So we still don't know if it's going to be on Bravo or Peacock. They haven't exactly said that yet, but super exciting news in the future. Mm-hmm. Pretty excited about that. We did find out that Eddie is most definitely not returning. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting the way all this stuff is played out. I haven't made any comments publicly, but I will say here He's not incorrect by saying that we are the lowest paid. I mean, not me specifically, obviously the first season we got paid pennies, but Below Deck, as big as the show is, considering it's dominated the network at this point, that Below Deck cast are by far the lowest paid stars on Bravo, which is nonsense. So I agree with him there. And it sounds like that's part of his justification for not returning to the show. There's some articles out there if you care to search for them, but it's interesting the way that all of that has kind of played out over the last two weeks. Yeah, I'm surprised he got as vocal as he did. It was a very biting the hand that feeds you. Maybe they stopped feeding him and he figures they're never going to feed him again. That's usually not how you play things out if there's something hanging in the balance, but maybe he's not interested in being involved in it anymore. So we shall see how it all plays out. But this below deck sailing, I can't love it anymore right now. It's just fantastic. We want to thank you guys for joining us. 
Don't forget to vote in the polls for your title of this. We're just going to leave it to be determined until you guys say what it is and I'll edit it later on. And make sure you rate, review, subscribe if you can. That helps us out a lot. And we will see you tomorrow for the super fan interview. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to our friends who helped us create Gangplank Report. Down below music and lyrics by Angel Tweeter Frail and Terry Abbott. Performed by Lorelei of Florida. Production assistance by Michael Castaneda. Super fan intro by Blind Lawrence. Cast off me hearties.